Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we are doing a new release, but not the one we thought we were going to do. And we are now reviewing, I don't even know how to qualify this. Um, it, it's, the, the film is Golden Arm. I guess we'll do six, eight words or less before we jump into it anymore. I can go first, I guess. Okay. Uh, mine is Gold Arms, Labes Out, Can't Lose. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I have two of them written down. Oh. <laughs> Okay, got it. Some good jokes, but far more tired ones. Wah, wah. Boo. <laughs> more Mary Holland, please. Um, the film's Golden Arm. This was directed by Maureen Barucha. Is uh, Barucha? She. I was looking up. She had done some. She's done some directing on uh, television. Jimmy Fallon's talk show. I think she's been a director on. I think this was her first feature. No, well, she has two other features. They seem like creepy TV thriller things. I am watching you. Never heard of it. And is it like Lifetime? Fade, fatal flip. Yeah, they could be. They look like they could be Lifetime. The guy who's flipping their house wants to murder them. Um, it looks like oh. this. This film uh, produced by one of the producers of the Lord of the Rings films. So it's got that going for it. <laughs> But looking at the number of people who have watched this on Letterboxd, uh, we make up, you know, close to 1% of the people that have seen this movie, uh, which has definitely never happened before. The film (laughs) follows Danny and Melanie, who are, uh, one is a, Danny is in the world of female arm wrestling, and Melanie is getting uh, harangued into being a part of it, so Danny can get some revenge on... uh, Brenda the bone bone crusher Brenda who injures Danny in the opening scene but also to help her friend get out of a rut yeah 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 I I mean I think the film that's that's the elevator pitch it's a comedy uh as we alluded to some jokes in the beginning and that we like uh Mary Holland who's back from uh the happiest season (laughs) yeah I, I I don't know I enjoyed the movie I think it is it knows what it is and I wish it would have leaned into that a little bit more. Because while I boo Ben, I, I I don't I don't think any of the jokes really. A, a couple of them are okay, but the jokes mostly work for me. I think the things that didn't work for me was like you know when it had like the third act. I guess we're not. Spo- I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, like the third act, the friends don't like each other thing for five seconds, and it feels like it barely even registers in the movie in this it's, one. It just feels to me it was like, well, other movies like this have done this, so yeah. we might as well do the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I feel sure. like I could say the same for the romance. Yeah. Well, the romance is probably my biggest complaint. Same. I like the romance. It was- well, no, I like I like I like the actor a lot. They had great chemistry. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be there. Oh, like, yeah. And it's yeah. like and it's one of those much to, better elsewhere. To me, it it either they should have used it or they should or they shouldn't have added it at all because yeah. this whole like we're gonna go to the halfway point of like the generic romance and then just not bother with the rest of it. It's like what? I, like I I. I I legitimately don't know their status at the end of the movie. I think that's okay. And actually, I thought some of the actually the most heartfelt scenes were with her, like in her realizations around like her relationship stuff. And 
I don't know. I thought it was sweet. Like, I, I don't know. I thought it, it worked for me and it wasn't. And I think it, the food. It was the, sweet until it didn't work, I would say. I mean, I think it kind of fails in the same reason that a lot of the movie does for me because it kind of feels like half baked, where, like, Bitten was saying, mm-hmm. like, they choose to do a lot of things, but then don't really fully invest in those things. So everything just feels like, I don't know. I just kept, it just feels like everything's kind of half ass. Not half ass, that's just rude, but like. I don't know. I just expected more on all counts, really. And all of them feel like, let's grab this from a buddy comedy. Let's grab this from a sports movie. It's like nothing we yeah. haven't seen before. And I don't think it has, like, as much as I love... Oh, shit, I'm already dropping her name. Betsy Sidaro. Yes, as much as I love her, like... It, or Mary Holland. Whichever. Or, yes, Mary Holland. Um, man, I love From Happiest Season, so good. But it's like there the script in this movie the di- like there's nothing good enough where I'm like you know what I'm okay sitting through this pretty generic and uneventful story. Yeah, I felt like a lot of the comedy was only successful when it was successful because of the actresses saying the lines. Mm-hmm. Like I think the thing that got the biggest laugh from me was when Betsy Sidaro just asked for Mary Holland to tell her the plot of Tor- like Twister as a bedtime story. <laughs> that was pretty good. And just like the way they went off or like bounced off each other and like genuine reactions they had to something the other actor did. That was when I was enjoying it, but it wasn't necessarily what was written itself that got me to like enjoy anything about this i guess and i feel like there were only like two or three times where i actually laughed like i feel like so many of these gags yeah. just fell through like twister one was great there's one other one that's great and that's in my my quotes so i'm not gonna go into it yet but other than that like I, i'm struggling to remember any of them like and i saw this on sunday i watched so, like, it last night and i'm still kind of like okay what happened <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, there's so many, th- like, I feel like the problem with it is maybe I would have liked it more if there I don't have so many examples of things that did it better. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time I was watching this, I just kept thinking of Whip It or Glow or, like, Little Miss Sunshine or something. <sighs> Those vibes, I think, would have, like, when you have things to compare in that way, it's just like, I wish this thing fully invested in some of those aspects that maybe the other like shows did like this could have really um played up the pageantry and um just the personas that the other arm wrestlers have like we barely get to see some of the arm wrestlers in the matches there's like there's enough like interest in this world for their what was the pot like fifty thousand dollars fifteen thousand fifteen well still that was way more than i expected given like just how small this kind of felt (laughs) you know i wish it I'm not saying it has to go full out like a Will Ferrell movie or anything, but I just wish they'd played it up a bit more. And it does mm-hmm. at some points for sure, but I don't know. I think it could have done more. It's like the only personas I remember are uh, Mary Holland's. Like, yeah, pretty much hers. And it's like, and the only reason I remember hers is because like, whoa, wait, we're changing it. We're changing yeah. it. Okay. Like it yeah. just felt abrupt. <laughs> I remember hers. I remember the mermaid because she talked about labias. Um, I, I just remember her talking. I didn't remember her being a mermaid. I think she was. I honestly don't know. She was from the sea. That's right. That was her thing. Um, That's awesome. And I thought, uh, I wish they had maybe played up the villain a bit more because I found her interesting in some respects, but then stuff she did, it was just like, I don't know. I feel like they could have built that up more and maybe given Betsy Sidaro's character more to do. Like, play up the drama between Betsy Sidaro's character and Mary, Mary, Mary mm-hmm. Holland's character. Excuse me. Like, I don't know. It just felt like there, I wish 
this is one of those movies where I just wish they had really sunk into the relationship of the best friends. Like, cause that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about really. Well, I do also care about the arm wrestling, but um, like, I feel like they, like we talked about, they didn't invest enough time in the drama so that when it happened, it was like five minutes and then it was over. And I don't know, they could have like done something like, I don't know, like a league of their own where there was more of a combative thing that happened because Betsy Sidaro's character was suddenly like playing second fiddle. Not, I don't know. Cause like, I'm just, there's different ideas they could have done, but at the same time, I really appreciate how supportive the friendship was. So I don't want to ruin that necessarily, but I feel like there's so much they could have explored, but they chose mm-hmm. to do nothing, really. I don't know. It's it's not like this movie was too long. Like, no. they could have added time to it. And I feel like one of my one of the other big complaints I have is like the arm wrestling was never great. I mean, I get it. Arm wrestling is quick. Really. Like, you know, it's not like a oh back and forth. <laughs> but I feel like there should have been some way to spice it up, like make it slow mo, yeah. or you know, have more conversations as they're grappling before, you know. Yeah, I mean, just, if a queen, if Queen's Gambit can make chess so exciting, I feel like they could have done something to arm wrestling. <laughs> yes, exactly. I bet there are great golf movies out there. Happy Gilmore! That made <laughs> golf interesting. That that sport's boring as hell, in my opinion. I think a like, lot of your complaints are falling on just the budgetary restrictions of a movie. I mean, this is yeah. I did give it small. a little benefit of the doubt with the like yeah. the scale of the um or, like, the like, place they were actually performing and how many extras they could have. And it was like at one point I was like, wonder what their budget was because the men in this film are sweating so much. Do they not even have like air conditioning or anything? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's not. I don't know. Like that wasn't the stuff that bugged me. It never felt like it was the budget, but it was the most of it was just the script. Like I, I it's not a very funny movie to me like and i hate that because there's like i said two genuinely great jokes i think there's a lot of potential but it just never it never utilized its cast or story or themes the way i hoped it would it should yeah. have i don't know like i i think like D- danny betsy sodaro's character like was very grating but you grow to love her i thought mary holland was great I thought everything with Jerry was fantastic. I liked... What about uh, Big Sexy? The stuff with her was pretty good. Yeah. I liked Ron Funches, Carl, the the ring announcer. Yeah, I did enjoy Ron Funches. <laughs> I thought the love interest guy was good. Um, their little meat, their meat, meat cute was well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think once the... Mo- I, I can agree the beginning felt a little slow and a little dragged out trying to get to 90 mm-hmm. minutes. And, you know, there could have been a little bit more, but I know, I don't know. It like, it didn't pay off the divorce, I guess it, but it pays, you know, it doesn't try to overdo the divorce motivation. Like it gives you the, the, it gives that guy a couple chance. He has a couple decent lines and gets out of the movie. And then, you know, like that's her turning the page on him. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the scone girl becomes, but, but there's, a, there's never any closure on that though. She divorces him. It's over. She signs the oh, papers. Oh no, not not the not the ex husband. Sorry, I'm thinking about the other, the other guy. Yeah, I thought I don't they think did that. Supposed fine. To be closure. I think my thing was just like she was. They had conversations about how she cut like Betsy Sidaro's character out of her life because she didn't like um, Mary Holland's character's husband. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like there should have just been like more to that, like them getting to know each yeah. other some more, like more now that things have changed and the new dynamic and i don't know it like i just feel like there is 
it wasn't enough invested in that friendship. It just, and it's like, and they could have they could have further fleshed out the ex husband too, where it's like, yeah, he's a dick in that one it. scene. Yeah, I mean, he's but, not important, so I don't need that. But no, but like to to strengthen that point of like, this is why I didn't want you to marry him, as opposed to one scene where it's like, I feel like anyone who is you know you know going through a divorce might be a dick, but establish like how big of a dick he is. Like, oh, this is clearly not just because of. The I mean, I think he's a terrible person. all you need like, is someone, a friend, to say that they didn't like him to know that he's not a good person. It's like that's all the information yeah. you need to know. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Like, I. I mean, people marry people they don't. They shouldn't all the fucking time. Like, it is not that hard for me to believe that. What she like? She said she's like I wasn't even really sure I liked this guy. It seemed safe, and five years later, I'm I left him. I think she got out of there on time you know and mm-hmm. like and like yes they they put a lot of that you get that one flashback to show that they have been friends for a long time and yes it would have been great if there was more there but at the same time that's what i was saying like that feels like a budget thing they couldn't they didn't have the ability to have five different flashbacks with different hair and makeup in different yeah. scenes and settings <laughs> yeah you know like no they almost, they wasted that whole um budget on the different ways that you can start a bar fight <laughs> yeah but the, but even that we so you know like everything is an interior in this movie almost nothing is shot outside you know um they i, I don't know the dates I, were. I mean I, I i can i can hear you but at the same time like i don't know like it, it it made the most of what it could do again i'm not saying it's better than the whip it or whatever but those movies are like huge compared to this and have had a lot a bigger stronger cast and i mean the cast isn't bad in here but you know it's hard to compete with uh elliot page yeah yeah i mean they the and Kristen wiggs in that movie as well and drew barrymore and what uh what was what's her name um from arrested development oh um the friend in the movie oh uh alia shawkat yes thank you yeah i mean mary holland is Kristen wig and abby jacobson smashed into one person i don't know i mean i i just i enjoyed it and i thought once it got into the world of the arm wrestling it was pretty fun and i had a good laugh i felt like every little set piece got one good laugh out of me and yeah i don't know um i enjoyed it and i just felt like the whole time i was sitting there waiting for it to like kick it up a notch like the beginning i was like well this is a beginning a lot of things have like just kind of ho-hum beginnings but once we get to the training montages and stuff then it'll get going and then the training montages happen and it was like okay well once we get to the actual tournament then it'll get going and then the tournament happened and then the movie was over and i was still just like <laughs> oh, okay i think the labia speech in like the 15 20 minutes after that is all really great i think that was the the up until they get mad at each other i feel like um bad at each other i was really into it and then it and then it circled back around pretty quickly for me with the shenanigans around the final fight Um, Mm -hmm. the last the last scene the very last scene also is i'm like i have questions um well you can start asking them let's give our star ratings and then go to spoilers i gave it three and a half stars i'm somewhere between two and two and a half i'm two and a half (laughs) <laughs> what was what was that, Lauren? Or two and a half. Two and a half. You got booed again because you were apparently 
potentially lower than two and a half. <laughs> the film's Golden Arm. You probably haven't seen it and may never, but we did. And <laughs> I guess we thought it was okay. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't regret throwing six, seven dollars at it. But like, and I'm not going to be like, oh, <laughs> stay away from this movie. I'm just going to be like, oh, you know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's Mary, not going to be. you like Mary Holland, why not? Yeah. It's not going to be the, well, I don't know, like if Mary Holland like keeps breaking and like actually becomes an even bigger deal over the next couple of years, which I could see maybe which happening. Which she should. I could see this movie finding a little yeah. cult like following cult as people look into yeah. her other movies. But but we, I mean, we are going to do one of the biggest, the, the best cult comedies of all time later this year, White Hot American Summer. And you can kind of see this movie shooting for that you can see this movie appreciates that film's DNA a little bit when you see it. It, I mean, it doesn't succeed on the level that movie does. But so after this, it'll be spoilers for Golden Arm. Are we spoilers yet? Yes. I did not realize how long the spoiler like clip that you put into episodes is. So spoilers. So spoilers. With that, we're gonna get into spoilers. So spoilers. Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Ben, what was your favorite joke that you couldn't talk about? Oh, it well, it's in the it's in the 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 lines thing. Am I okay to just? Sure, you can step okay. on that. It's um, it's the bit where they do the the quick flashback where they're like in college, mm-hmm. and they look terrible. And oh, then, I think this is mine too. Uh, Soldero goes something like, "Please don't tell my mom I look like this." Yep, that's what. It, I, yeah, that's what I wrote down as well. <laughs> uh, that was the first bit where I genuinely laughed out loud, and I was like, "That was incredible. That was so well delivered." Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. One of the two. Yeah, and a lot of the times things like that happened, I was just kind of like, I wonder if that was improvised. Because I feel like most of the biggest laughs I got were improvised things, or at least felt improvised. And like the the, the labes out thing, like, I didn't think it was bad, but I, I didn't think it was hilarious either. I was that just was like, fucking oh, that's, amazing. That's a clever way the of looking at it. of that speech was incredible. And it makes sense, too. Like, yeah, it, like it was, it's like, it, was it, it makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. It was fine. <laughs> Uh, that was hilarious. That was my favorite scene in the movie. Slow and we're since we're in, we gotta see this. The best scenes. Also, I I thought the arm breaking scene where they were in the, the dressing room was hilarious as well. I was dying the whole time. Yeah. The, <laughs> see, that was when they fully like went into that kind of heightened genre yeah. kind of feel. Like the look of her arm, it was like she had a boob on her arm. It was the yeah. biggest knot in the world. Like, what the yeah. hell was that? It was just so ridiculous, and I loved it. Is that what happens when you get like a spiral fracture? It wasn't supposed to be a spiral fracture or something. Oh, I have they no talked idea. about it in the sure. training thing. Well, I mean, like that was such a. I mean, this movie shouldn't be called Golden Arm. It should be called Golden Arms because apparently she can crush you with either. I, I. I mean, did you see her arms? The fact that this movie wants me to believe that Mary Holland can't do a push-up is ridiculous. She did do and a push-up, though. Um, well, I mean, at first she couldn't just in like, the training like, montages. Yeah, you know. um, and then the other thing, before I forget, that that secondary antagonist, like the the, the crony of... Andrea, the one who looked like guy. she was a Pittsburgh Pirates fan? <laughs> well, it's like, that whole, like, it's like, you know, like, get the get the hook or whatever's the, the rope or whatever. The belt. And it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, I've seen Karate Kid. <laughs> It's like literally the same thing. It's like you guys aren't even like 
trying to hide this. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They they know. They know what they're doing. I think the film could have actually winked a little bit harder at times. Yeah. It should have if that's it. But I mean, she did get thrown out right away, so at least there's that, I guess. I just wish they had done more with the main villain. Because like, at one point, there was a thing where she was like weirdly jealous of the relationship, I think. And they didn't. it was just a weird thing to throw in, and it didn't really work at all. And then it built to that one scene at the end. Mm-hmm. She's like, "What is this?" And that's my. That was I mean, my I, least I, favorite I where scene where from. she she kisses the guy, and it's like, no, oh I my get God, the motivation, really? but there was also like the way she looked at them when they were on the street that one time. It wasn't clear if she was jealous of the relationship or if she just wanted to use that to her advantage to like cause yeah. drama between them. You know, I didn't really understand her motivation if it was multifaceted or not. But I did appreciate that Mary Holland's character was just like, "No, I don't care. Do what you want." <laughs> It's great. So it was another thing that was like, I appreciate it, but also it doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the the meet cute with them was good too. But the the make his yes, yeah. all the lines about like the it's not bad to see you. Nate, you know, it was, I thought that was well done. yeah. No, it was done. It was well, like, but it, it also could have just been a one and done, and then cute. move on with the story and the friendship. Yeah, I don't know. I I I find that interesting. I did. I enjoyed the little dates and stuff more than. And I I think it is a bit of a tonal shift. Um, I I think they are going for more pathos than the rest of the movie is so silly. But it worked for me. Um, I can yeah, see like why I, it like didn't, I keep saying, there wasn't anything wrong with those scenes. Yeah, I just think that time could have been spent better elsewhere. Fair enough. Uh, especially since, like Ben said, you like the movie just kind of ends, and they don't. They, I guess they yeah. don't even say goodbye to each other or anything. Yeah, yeah. and like the like the last scene they have, they really have together is the the bit where the villain kisses him, and then she's like, "Oh, betray feels betrayed." And no, it's like, she kisses him after really... she wins. She does. Yeah. 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 Shit, I must have missed that. How did I, I miss? I was gonna that? say you keep talking about the last scene, and I'm trying to remember what it is. I think doesn't it well, just like fade to black after she wins? Well, then it's like six no, months later, and it, then they're arm no. wrestling, and then they're arm wrestling. <laughs> oh, that's but right. It's like, I forgot all about but that. Didn't they imply that uh, Mary Holland's character is like not unbeatable, but just like crushes most people? Pretty and much. <laughs> so why why would uh, the other girl? If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, like, man. Why they... Also, though, like there is like an explanation though for. What was this? Ernest is the was it Ernest? No, Greg. Greg. Greg is gone half the year. Umpiring, like he's not he's not around. Like I mean, I mean, I know that's silly, but I mean, there is some like logic to like him not being in the final scene or something. I don't know. Like they could the st- final scene is what it needs to be because the friendship is what's yeah. important. <laughs> Correct. Which is why we should have spent more time See with him. <laughs> um, let's talk about the ending. Uh, I mean, we kind of just were. Uh, it is kind of weird. I don't understand the point. I mean, it's great that they're still friends and that they're still arm wrestling, but it was, it was a very weird final shot of the movie. You could have just ended with the end of the the party, the, the her winning. That could have been it. Um, best performances, performance piece. I think Mary Holland's the best. She has yeah. the, she gets the most to do, but she's really yeah. appealing as a lead. Uh, but I did it like Ahmed Barucha. Oh, that's uh, related to the director, uh, I'm assuming. As Jerry, who oh, was Jerry, Danny's yeah. like Jerry was great. Danny's corner lady. I he, I wish there was more Jerry. Uh, <sighs> he was great every time he popped up. There was the scene him where they break out the deodorant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess what Betsy Serraro's character says, Danny says that what, didn't she say she made it? I can't yeah. remember what she said after that, but it really got me to laugh. I don't remember what no, it was. No, no. 
No, well, yeah, they said no aluminum or whatever, but then there was a second line, and I don't remember. Oh, well. I like that she threw up from the the teak oil or whatever. It, <laughs> yeah, it, you didn't know oil. if it was from the, oil, the tea tree oil <laughs> or if it was the nerves. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think, I, I mean, I, I can see, like, the, like, the movie does get some good patter going at times, I think. And it's, like, really quick, but the movie doesn't sustain that over the whole thing. You know, it, it, it does, yeah. But I don't know. I I I just I was appreciating all the good stuff. I did come around on Betsy Sodaro, so I'd have to give her credit. She was a bit much at the top. She you know who she <laughs> reminds me of. She she kind of her inspiration felt like she was like Chunk from the Goonies, all grown up. Like his just kind of <laughs> like manic attitude and just like oh, loud uh, and brash all the time. I, I say that with fondness. I fond fondness that that's when i was like oh yeah she's kind of a chunk type i like this <laughs> that's what it was she said out of whale blubber i went back and looked <laughs> i don't know why but that made me laugh so much <laughs> but that's also one of those lines where i assume it was improv yeah i think a lot of her stuff was improvised i mean mm-hmm. i think a I lot of the movie surprised. probably was improvised but at the same time you know where there's you know a lot of the bigger you know apatoist comedies mm-hmm. have a lot more time and money to like run a hundreds of hundreds of lines i imagine they're yeah. like all right we got 30 minutes we need to get let's throw a bunch of stuff there and stick and you know like editing a movie like y- you only get so much time in it you know it, like if you don't have the money to pay for time in an editing bay i mean granted you can edit stuff on your computer at home now but you know that takes a lot of time and money yeah another thing i assume had to do with budget was like the movie felt so quiet to me a lot of the time and like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's plenty of movies with scenes where there isn't just background music and everything and noise. But I don't know. I don't know if it was just because a lot of the jokes weren't working for me or what. But it was basically just. I don't know. It had this weird, uncomfortable quiet to me that I couldn't not notice all the time. Yeah, I mean, we take for granted like if a movie like this, you know, with a slightly bigger budget, would be like wall to wall songs. Mm-hmm. You know, you put, you know. Not even, not even big song. You know, like they clearly spent their entire music budget on the one. I I can't remember it right now. The I actually saw just on Facebook today. Someone I went to, um, she was at KU at the same time as me. We were on the same floor freshman year. Uh, Charles E. Miller. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard the song, but she posted about this movie, and I guess she actually provided one or two songs for the soundtrack for this. So I thought that was really cool. I'll have to yeah. go back and listen to those at some point. But shout out! I'll provide the shout out this week since John isn't here. Shout out Charles A. Miller. <laughs> Any other performances you want to shout out, or we hit them all? Like I mentioned before, I didn't say her name. I don't know how you pronounce her last name, but Olivia Stambulia. I guess I I thought she did a great job. I think they could have given her more to do, even as the villain. But what she had, like everyone, a lot of people, it's like they did great with what they had. I don't know who the mermaid lady was, but she she was great in the fi- a- after credits, and she was Aparna Nancherla, and she delivered that monologue about labias with grace and uh, comedy uh, timing. Performance piece. Repeat after me. You guys said your lines earlier. Did you have any other ones? Um, can yes. my favorite line just be them chanting bread repeatedly when she came out? <laughs> it's like, yes, that's how I feel about bread as well. Uh, the other one I like is when um, she reveals that she's, what What was her first identity? The I'm freaked out. Yeah, freaked out. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah no, that one's good. How could you know? Oh, come on. It is a small mask. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that, that was great. That was, See, yeah, there were that was great like moments a joke. like that. But it was a weird payoff. Like it did. It just like there was something off 
about they needed one more time where she thought like nobody knew it was her Mm-hmm. No, I loved I loved how it was just like everybody from Go was like, yeah, obviously that's her. Yeah. Nobody questioned it. No, no, I think Mary Holland it's mentioning one other time to somebody in it that like I don't know, it's it, it like I I like the joke and the payoff of it, but it felt like it needed to be set up just a little bit better or once yeah. more or something like that. Like she says <laughs> it in passing and then then it happened. Then the it, the the joke lands like a couple scenes later. I don't know. It would just been. I think it could have been just a smidge funnier if we really knew. Like if we were, were like really like like Mary Holland was laying on thick that nobody knows who I am under this mm-hmm. mask. Yeah. I also like when they <laughs> called the guy out on shitting in the toilet. I forgot what they called it said, but when they ended up in the men's room and when that guy ran out after taking a dump, and they were like, "Gotcha" or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. It was a good bonding moment between the two of them. But why that, is it as we... someone who is bathroom shy in public places, <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. But no, I hey, laughed. <laughs> you just got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. Don't worry about anybody else. If I have to poop in the public stalls, you better not shout gotcha at me as I leave. <laughs> <laughs> but why is, besides, why would you ever shame a public pooper? I guess, but why the romance, as I said before. Mm-hmm. I also said, but why are the men so sweaty in this film? And then, um, but why, when you're talking about the best baseball movies out there, um, A League of Their Own wasn't mentioned. It's like, how do you not mention A League of Their Own about strong women? I thought they did say A League of Their Own. No. At least I didn't hear it. They said Rookie of the Year, The Natural, and I don't remember what the first one was. I thought there was one between Rookie of the Year and that. I appreciate the Rookie of the Year shout out. That's right in our uh, me and yeah, Mary Holland like age um, demographic. Angels of the Outfield, man. Angels. I didn't. I remember not liking Angels in the Outfield. It was fine. It was it's fine God's enough. thumbnail. That's all I remember about that movie. About the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it has what? It has Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Christian or Christopher Lloyd, Tony Danza. Oh yeah, Tony Matthew Danza. McConaughey. <laughs> It's got a good Matthew cast. Matthew McConaughey was in. I like how he's Zach the center the fielder, better, even yeah. though he's not as big a fan. <laughs> Well, I mean, I haven't seen it since I was a child. No, I know, I know. I'm pretty... I, know. I remember Angels in the Outfield was the first time I learned about ice baths, and I was, like, horrified by those. Like, I just felt like <laughs> dying thinking of it as a child. Expert opinions, no dogs. Uh, this movie really could have used a dog sidekick, but again, It budget. really could have. Yeah, can you imagine? Just That would be the perfect companion for that big rig drive, man. <laughs> just a dog in there. <laughs> Share, taking up the majority of that bed and the two of them having to curl around the dog in the back. That's me. Per- yeah, just a giant bull mastiff. <laughs> no, it doesn't even have to be that. It can be like a tiny chihuahua. They find a way to take up the entire bed. <laughs> uh, I'm actually surprised there wasn't E.T. It seems like Mary <laughs> Holland and uh, I forgot what's her name. Betsy. There was a line Betsy Sidaro said something towards the end when they had their fight and she called out some movie and I was just like, I'm surprised they let that or got that in the movie. And I don't remember what it was now. That's another thing I'll have to oh, hunt d- down. Uh, I like the let it go line. Oh, like Frozen? That was a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. No, not like Frozen. <laughs> that was it only works because of Mary Holland in this movie, her character. Because it's like, I'm so over Frozen in like jokes like that, but it worked here. I've never worked with something so mundane, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of the, you know, there were some weird setups. I, I like just circling back, you know, like there was yeah. like things worked in pre- but like the pay, it, I don't know. A lot of the payoffs worked besides like the, besides the fact that that could have been set up a little bit better. I feel like, like I was thinking of um, just the scone thing. There was like, 
like you there's anticipation for what's gonna happen like we don't know she throws the scone away so we're like what the fuck is happening until she throws and that, that scene was like a minute and a half long and then she just thro- takes a bite and it's like oh okay but like you can't have you there was no tension because we didn't know what the hell was going on what? oh i knew exactly where that scene was going there was another line i just remembered because i'm watching that scene again and it's just mary helen said something like my dick is not a tail or something like that or my tail oh yeah that dick. was really good that was a good one <laughs> i stare at my asshole as i walk away because my dick is because her her tail was so far up um uh yeah that was good oh that's what it was when she said dick tails no. she does the duck tails noise oh, yeah, and i was like i'm surprised that got in there <laughs> See, guys, this movie was funny. Uh, yeah, like yeah. looking back, there were definitely funny moments, but most of it, like I said, only worked because of the performance, and they were like few and far between. Yeah, I wonder like, how yeah. this would play on a second viewing, though. Like, because there is yeah, like what I, I was like talking I would about, just like, be the bored. awkwardness. I don't know of, if like, I ever would do a second viewing. I, I I know I'm not saying you will, but I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. like there is some awkwardness to the filmmaking and the delivery. I because like. Well, like Lauren's like knew where the scone thing was going, but I was like, why is she giving away a free scone with a cup of coffee? It didn't. I don't know. Well, you're giving it away to bring in customers. I mean, I get it, but it, she put a lot of work into those scones. This was not. It's not going to be nominated for the Oscars, unfortunately. Okay, if if the pot was only for fifteen thousand, that wouldn't have even paid for like a new oven for her. If she got half, she needed of that. eight grand. What? Yeah, she needed eight grand. Fifteen thousand in half yeah. is not eight grand she doesn't get split it with she wouldn't split those prizes with danny they were expo- danny was saying they were going to split the the truck job not the reward money for well, the, I mean, the truck job turned out to be the, the... yeah i know but... scheme, man we don't know their contract <laughs> upgradable something else that isn't super well thought through i imagine that we don't have any casting rumors or no IMDb there was no trivia either i was very sad <laughs> <laughs> lasting impact to infinity and beyond uh i think if mary like i said if mary holland becomes a thing i could i could see this becoming a little cult classic for mary holland diehards Mm -hmm. but um don't i don't know how much of a future the movie that has 465 views on letterboxd is gonna have and rising (laughs) (laughs) one last pitch i'm gonna make it since i'm the one who liked the movie the most i think it knows what it is even if it doesn't lean into that as well much as it should it it i think my letterbox review it says for as much as it leans into knowing what it is it also leans into the cliches all the same it, it doesn't lean in too hard but it definitely dips its toe in there and i wish it could have it could have gotten just weirder but i think the budget kept it back from getting too crazy and over the top like it felt like they wanted to do what's her face's flashback to vietnam like i guarantee you that was written out in the script and they're like oh we don't have money to do that we're shooting that was a we're great moment where she did that and then she compared it to her scone thing yeah yeah <laughs> that was great but i think if you liked mary holland in happiest season she's also great here there's a i mean um, she's far better in happiest season yeah but uh yeah she's better in happiest season but she has a better care well, no, her character and she's given bad, she's given she a lot better more to, lines and she's given season. a lot more to work with I but think. she she holds this movie up i think with with danny like i i mean it didn't work as mm-hmm. well for you but like I, we I said think, the performances yeah. are the only thing that yeah. made this movie for us mm-hmm. also i'm i'm just happy this movie was not hi- hiding that mary holland is obviously an attractive human being i think i mentioned that in the happiest season one like they were trying to act like she was, was like the, the was ugly sister <laughs> yeah like she wasn't the ugly sister she was just 
the quote-unquote weird sister. I think she was supposed to be kind of the not attractive sister, too. No? Yeah. Did you look at her at all? She's very, she's just as attractive as the rest of them. If she she was supposed to be the unattractive one, come on now, they would have put her in glasses. (laughs) (laughs) I agreed. I I think I said she is attractive in the movie, but the movie is I don't think they were trying to make her the unattractive one. She was just the one who enjoyed fantasy (laughs) and nerdy things. She knew about technology. (laughs) Well, she is very in shape with buff arms, buff legs, and shows a lot of skin in this movie builds up to a gold bikini at the end uh, or gold <laughs> that was the one thing i had it's like who helped her get into that bikini one of her arms <laughs> is not functioning currently it couldn't have been her friend because she would have just no. <laughs> no, her friend wasn't even back there so i guess it was like yeah. who the emt i don't know next week we are going to be doing a Netflix release, which has actually been out in theaters for a few days. Uh, ben ventured out there to see this one already. And that I is sure did. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Oh, yes. Is it called Army of the Dead, Ben? Yeah, Army of the okay. Dead. We are watching Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder. I think we are well-abashed uh, Snyder fans here. Uh, I think Ben... Probably is a tad disappointed, but thought the movie was still good based on his feelings for Dawn of the Dead. Zack Snyder's remake, which he calls his favorite zombie movie. No, you don't need the to get thing... into it. I'm just. I'm no, just... no, I just, I'm just telling you guys to not expect the same movie. Like it, it's Well, I don't not, think Dawn of the Dead is as good as the, the movie, movie that so... you think it is either, though. So <laughs> I, I think I might appreciate it Fair more. Enough. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. I still hate that part with the zombie baby. I mean, I like, so I, I like Dawn of the Dead. I like Dawn of the Dead. I need to saying. watch that again. I, I just remember that. And then what's his face from Modern Family being a creep? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Army of the Dead. Watch it in theaters now or on Netflix. But until then, I'm Zach Goldenberg. You can find me wherever, wherever you can find at Zach Goldenberg. Find us at middleofroad.com. At Middle of Road on Twitter, Patreon. And rate and review the podcast, Family Does Stuff. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd and Twitch at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Army of the Dead. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. These dreams go on when I close my